All right, here we go. Um, yeah, we're here. We're here. In ha- the, happy to have you in the studio. In actually. the podcast studio. It's honestly really nice. Like, I'm actually, I mean, I, I guess I don't really know what I was expecting, but I came in here and they have, like, the full studio lighting set up and, like, actual audio. You're the second guest here. You're the first guest with all the new stuff we just put in. Who was the first guest? Um, Jack Scans. Oh, yeah. Episode, episode that 20. Good. That was a good podcast. <laughs> you had a good time. I, ju- I just finished that, floor. actually, this uh, yesterday, last night. What was your favorite part of that one? Um... I don't know, just like the banter, you know what I mean? Like y'all just have good chemistry together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were <laughs> we had a fun time with that podcast. We we could have gone on for like three hours if we really wanted to, but we decided to didn't have enough studio time. Decided to stick with the <laughs> one and a half at that most. So um but dude, yeah, happy to have you here. Happy you came to visit. It's good to be here. Enjoying some Florida living. Oh, the uh um, Babs is hosting me at his uh his girlfriend's house and it's been fun. It's I like coming down to Tampa. Yeah, we were uh, we got the crib set up for the peeps, and we're having a good time. <laughs> oh yeah, making uh making quarantine moves. Well, we're no longer in quarantine here. Yeah, so we're now we're, now we're just in uh, we're regular civil state. Unrest. We're legal, legally allowed to be out um, yeah. here in our state. As for everybody else, I don't know what they're what what's going on with them. And then yeah, you kind of kind of nailed that one. That's what's happening right now. Uh, I think I think most states are actually out of quarantine now. I think from my understanding, it's like. New Mexico, where Lil Ryan is, and Michigan are like, even Michigan, I think, is starting to open up. But pretty much everyone in like some way, shape, or form is starting to like come back to some realm of normalcy. Quite amazing. I mean, it's <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I mean, like, it's good to just be back to normal. I mean, it, it it was weird. It's very weird how we've we've gone from like the coronavirus to where we are now. Oh with yeah, how convenient. Everything happening. I mean. Yeah, well, hey, you gotta stand up for what you believe in. Um, but crazy stuff that's happening that they're doing out there. And oh, dude, about twenty uh, miles from where we are right now, people are like stealing police horses and yeah, joy riding SWAT I saw tanks. Vehicle. And I mean, the video. <laughs> the video. Oh, yeah, I saw the video with you them on the vehicle. the vehicle. Yeah, I saw the vehicle. They took that freaking armored vehicle. Dude, I, that's what I don't understand is how do the SWAT team just, what do they just leave the keys in and like go for a stroll down the block? Yeah. Like how does that, how someone, does that someone had to have lost their job. Oh, a hundred, dude. I mean, so many cops have already lost their job, which I mean, is kind of a good thing to see that like the, some reform is occurring. Yeah. It's a good way to like, I guess, um, I guess kind of like mediate all the anger that people are having because it's like, oh, if you fire the bad cops, people are like, all right, they're, they're doing something like they're, they're moving in the right direction. Yeah. The, the one who seems to have stepped up a knot is the, uh, Atlanta police oh, chief. She's, dude, the, she, she is a savage. I'm not even going to lie. She was like, she's like, has that she's had the most like balanced take on all this to where she's at the point where she's like, stop destroying stuff. But I'm, she was literally like out there marching with the protest. Yeah, yeah, and she I I don't know if it was her or another one but was like we'll, like we'll let you march but the second like like they came out and just said like the second stuff starts getting destroyed like we have to step in. She was like, "Yeah, that's like literally my job. Like I'm literally the police chief." But she's like I mean, that's the cool thing is because people are always like want a black woman to be in a position of power and I feel like the police chief of Atlanta being a black woman, that's like one of the most like representative things of like what Atlanta is about. You know what I mean? Like Oh, yeah. That's that's perfect like that's i love atlanta and just how like it's become it's just a city in the middle of the state <laughs> like it just makes no sense if you know georgia like if we, i don't not I don't live in georgia or anything like that but i'm near it and i've driven through it and it's like it's just it it makes no sense as to why it's there and why it's so big but it's like you're driving there's nothing and all of a sudden it's just like boom atlanta like <laughs> and then it's huge and it's this big ass city and it's bigger than it's bigger than oh, i think anything and we have in here in florida oh, dude, it's, it's the biggest and city in the southeast i'm pretty sure i would not be surprised by that i mean yeah. it's 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 pretty big and it's, it's like big and it's diverse and it's like widespread out like there's all different sides of town like you know how kind of like when you're in miami and you're downtown you like see all the buildings and stuff but then you look off in the distance and it's almost like there's like another city like on the yes. outskirts mm-hmm. that's how atlanta yeah. is like when i'm in downtown atlanta like i'll look up to the north and i'll look to the south and there's like other little cities yeah they like have like north atlanta guys. and stuff like that yeah, I, I, f- I don't know how I to describe what, it like what's that it, what's it called there's like the there's like the bougie ass part of uh north of atlanta i forget what it's called but it's like you could see that stuff and you could just it's nice though but it's um i feel like it's kind of poised to like blow up in the next couple years too like it's 
it's going to be like a Chicago or a New York. It's like the New York of the South now. Like that's, The New York of the South. It is, bro, Ooh, especially for like music that. and stuff. Like, it's legit the hub for rap music right now. Like, who, who would have thought after – I know it's, like, super off topic, but, like, who would have thought after Los Angeles and New York and just California in general being, like, these hot spots for rap music and just kind of, like, music in general. And now it's, like, this random city in the South with almost, like – not a lot of cultural relevancy before all these people just start popping out and it becomes like this like commerce it becomes a commerce center hub. a hip-hop hub it, it's like they just started like doing like movies and stuff there oh, like dude, uh, they, they the walking ozark. dead was there they shot ozark in georgia do you know that no i did not dude, so the, this is funny no spoilers but the um because i looked it up because i've always known about the lake of the ozarks because i have a buddy in missouri and he goes there during his summers. that's and awesome he always tells me how much fun it is and um, I was looking up because I saw the, the scene in the first season where they pull up and they're like on that big cliff like yeah. overlooking the water. I'm like, this looks sick. I look it up. I'm like, where was Ozark filmed? And it's at some um, – I forget what it's called, but it's some lake just north of Atlanta. That's It's like – it looks exactly the same on the map, but none of that was shot in Missouri. <laughs> um, that's <laughs> – got to check and make sure people can hear us. Um, dude, but that's crazy because, yeah, there's a lot that um, goes on – in Atlanta now, that like, filming wise, I mean, The Walking Dead was filmed all oh, all over there. All of it, yeah. I remember the first season, which is what really pulled me into The Walking Dead, was when they had those crazy, like, apocalyptic downtown scenes. And it yeah, just, like, it looked crazy in Atlanta. Like, that's a show that's gone on far too long. far too long, <laughs> <laughs> far too long. It's like one of those shows that we're gonna be like forty five years old, and it's like The Walking Dead's in season twenty six. Like when. <laughs> Who commissioned this? I mean, technically, like, it is one of those shows, though, that could go on forever, just be given, like, the nature of the show. Like, technically, there is no ending. They don't have the cure yet, so it's like, all right. That's but, true. But, um, but yeah, I wouldn't want to see. I mean, I like the fact that you could follow a, like, zombie apocalypse thing for more than a movie. Like, you go and see a movie, a zombie apocalypse movie, and it's 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 kind of like you get you get there's a ending at the end but they don't kill anybody like they've they haven't, they haven't killed off all the zombies yeah they have they just survived and that's it that's you the end of the movie kind of have to compress Boom. it into 2 hours and, and then, yeah like, and it doesn't give a full like apocalyptic theme uh whereas like a show can kind of really embrace that and take it forward and like go on the run with it and show you like different aspects of the apocalypse and this is how they've done this and this and then oh now they're starting to rebuild society and blah 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 yeah. and then it could finally end but I think that's way better than a movie, at least. Like oh, the first sure. six seasons, maybe, yeah, maybe even like the, the seventh. Four. What, how many are there now? Oh, that's there a great question. You should I definitely know. look that up right there now. There could literally be twelve. Yeah, look that up. There could literally be twelve Walking Dead seasons, for all I know. And we have no idea. I feel like after a certain point in that show, when they killed off some of the cool characters, like that. Spoiler alert! I don't know if people haven't seen the first three seasons of The Walking Dead yet, but that old dude with the. Uh, the old dude with the gray beard Herschel. and the um, yeah, 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 Herschel yeah. and then that other like kind of like red There's neck. 10 seasons, bro. Oh my god, exactly what I'm talking about. Like <laughs> It's got an 81 on Rotten Tomatoes, though. that's not that bad. Oh, and they've got 5 seasons of Fear the Walking Dead. I've yeah, heard that's I saw, good. I, I haven't seen any of that. I saw yet. that being advertised. I think it was on Netflix and it was like kind of seems more cartoony. You know what I mean, but It's not know. cartoony, no, it's because not. it's it's um it takes place prior. It starts out like when everything's going down so you know uh, in the walking like dead yeah so in the walking dead it's just like it just they're just this is the apocalypse that's it yeah they're just in just, it they're just, he, you're just he dope literally in. wakes up in the apocalypse right, like there's right. no no so instead of that it's this it starts out like i think the first two seasons first not these first two seasons but first two episodes are like la like people rioting and like things are like starting to get bad they don't know what's going on and like then now but with zombies, it's <laughs> so like but with, zombies. <laughs> but with zombies. Dude, that's the that's the next step in 2020 is we're gonna be we're gonna go from these riots and it's either gonna go straight into UFOs or zombies, one or the other. And <laughs> I feel like UFOs is what's gonna really happen. Because we, oh, dude, those that's creepy sound. I gotta go back to that. Those creepy sounds we uh, on the videos in Texas. Uh, I wish we could play that video right now, but <laughs> it's literally. Dude, when Matt kind of Matt kind of tripped me out when he said it might be the wind, but I was thinking about it. I was literally laying in my bed, couldn't sleep last night, thinking about that. Dude, that video. noise is so creepy. It sounds like something from like I uh, could pull up the from Twitter. like District Nine or something like that. When the or um uh, what's that other one? Cloverfield. Like when the when the aliens come in, you can't really see them through the whole movie, but it's just like implied that they're, that they're there. there. Yeah, you just see like their shadows and their noises. Like, let me see if I can pull up this Twitter. We can tell people to go to it. <laughs> just, I got it right just, here. Just play the volume. 
<laughs> I guess I could do that, yeah. Yeah, just play the volume. And it's basically what it is is it's like a, a bunch of different people took these videos somewhere in Texas. Yeah, he just played the volume. <laughs> That's the noise. Sounds like a banshee. Scream. It's so freaking loud. And it's coming from up in the air, like up there. We can hear it again. It's been going on now. That was it. I don't know if you guys can hear that. But yeah. That sounds like a mix Dude, between like a banshee and the purge it's alarm. It's a very <laughs> weird sound. I don't like it. What do you think it could be? Like, what's your best guess if you had to make an educated guess on what that would be? Dude, it reminds me of like a giant like flying dragon. Obviously, it's not what, what it is, but yes, imagine like <laughs> that was what it came out of the sky. Khaleesi like, on her dragon. Just yeah, bro. That's what it reminds me of. <laughs> not like this stuff, but I mean... I mean, Shoot, man. It's, 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 it's a giant cre- invisible dragon. That's the new. That's the new enemy in 2020 that we're gonna have to defeat. Or the giant invisible, invisible dragon. Giant invisible dragons can't from the be destroyed by fire. There's some movie about <laughs> dragons. They like digging in like the earth. They're like digging down in the core, and they wake oh, up a bunch bro. of dragons. What is that and, called? That's a good movie. And they can't kill them. They can't. Of course be, you can't. They can't kill them. But they end up killing one in um the end. But they can't kill. Uh, they couldn't kill him with like certain weapons. They had to do it like creatively. Yeah. It's like in um, what's it called, Lord of the Rings, when the only way that you could kill the uh, kill the beast in Mordor is like you you have to like arrow him perfectly in that one like weak spot because his scale fell off. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm and, and with that specific arrow they had. Yeah, they had like that one. It's like it's like the silver bullet arrow. That's honestly like that's that wouldn't surprise me if that's the next thing to come in 2020. Like that's honestly kind of this. All right, this is kind of a heady question. So, Let's get it. <laughs> so, and I know this doesn't apply to everything, but for a lot of things, like even like urban legends and myths and stuff like that, they usually have some basis in reality. Like even if it's been greatly exaggerated and like through the telephone game of time, right, right, it's been restructured to be whatever it is now. Like I guess you could say Bigfoot, the Loch Ness monster, dragons, whatever it may be. A lot of those things are usually based in some sort of reality at some point. So what do you think was you know you know what I mean? Yeah, I get what you're saying. Just like rumors, in, in a there's sense, usually yeah. like a, a grain of truth to every rumor. But it's like, what was the what do you think was the basis for this whole dragon thing? Because ever since, even in early cultures, you could see like cave petroglyphs of, yeah. of dragons and medieval culture. That was a huge thing about like all people fearing dragons and stuff like that. It's just always been a part of lore. So, what do you think is the what is it, just like giant flying dinosaurs? But what or? if it wasn't even flying? What if it was just like a giant lizard? Like a giant Komodo dragon? Yeah, like but like, you know, thirty five feet long and they were. Dude, hard that's to not kill. a that's not the worst guess because if like you, you Komodo dragons they like spit that acidic venom that burns people and stuff and they're I thought they like when they bit down is when the venom got in. Maybe. I'm pretty sure they get Because there's that one lizard that that's the one that shoots it. It's the one that pops out like oh, the, the dinosaur. Oh, Jurassic Park. Just like that. Yeah, but there's a smaller one that does that. There's a small one that can run really fast and just like... Yeah, he runs on his back legs yeah, like, it, like yeah. a basilisk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a lizard. It's going nuts. See, that's the... Exa- that's a perfect example of that. It's like all these all these like folklore things have some sort of like grounding in like biological reality. Like where is the where where do you draw the line? Dude, mine is the mermaid thing. Like I want to know that one. Ooh, dude, have you ever been? Because um, they we were there's just a ton about... of shit about mermaids. Oh yeah, people think they found mermaids. Have you been to Silver Springs before, where they have all those mermaids? Silver Springs. Wait, wait, wait. That's not far I... from here. It's um Silver Springs. It's like kind of by Ocala. It's like on the way. Oh to Tampa. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Wikiwachi area. And Wikiwachi, stuff. yeah. Wikiwachi yeah. Springs. Yeah, they yeah, have yeah. all those mermaids that they're like they're they're like trained to hold their breath for like four minutes of a time at a time. And you go under. You go <laughs> like in late. this underground basement and through this glass wall, like through this glass window. You look at yeah. them like maneuvering deep in this like clear cave, spring, cave doing, and like, cavern yeah doing mermaid stuff supposedly supposedly it's a cool it's a cool thing take your kids have fun and then they also have the herpes infested wild monkeys there now i didn't know about you that. you didn't know about that so here's a here's another trippy one so in i don't remember when it was i think it was the 1940s or 50s some crazy entrepreneur tried to turn the silver springs wiki park into some sort of Animal Kingdom, Disney style, like, <laughs> I didn't know and this. they have this, this is isolated awesome. island in the springs that you can obviously only reach by swimming across the water. Yeah. So he thought he was gonna buy all these. I don't remember. I think they're like macaw monkey. I don't remember what they are, but these smaller monkeys. Right. He imported them from Africa and then set like fourteen of them loose. And he on would, this they, island, on this little island in this like isolated in these springs. And then what he didn't expect was these monkeys started dominating their environment and they had no natural predators, so they all started growing bigger. And then they all started reproducing like crazy. So now there's <laughs> hundreds of these monkeys. 
and they learned how to swim, and they swam across from the island to the mainland, and now they're loose all over Florida. And I think 75% of them have herpes. And now they're, they've been spotted in, like, the neighborhood I grew up in Jacksonville. That's hysterical. Swinging I did not know tr- this. I, bro, <laughs> <laughs> we call them monkeys. Look, if you find a picture of it, they're... Just look up herpes infested monkeys. That's what I was going to do. There is, and it's... And people are like, don't go near them, because not only are they aggressive because they're, like, infected, but they have herpes, and they're... They're it comes scary. up right away, dude. It's a big, <laughs> it's a big look at them. Those are those are the monkeys. See, they released them in Silver Springs Park, and now if you go to Wikiwachi Springs, sometimes you can catch the monkeys swimming across the water to the mainland. Google's top article from the Guardian is Florida's <laughs> Florida visitors who might be going to Silver Springs State Parks have been warned that they may encounter an unusual threat: hundreds of wild herpes infected <laughs> monkeys. And that's the start of the article. <laughs> That's, Dude, that's so what, funny. That's what I'm saying. Like Florida is a giant experiment, pretty much. Is it? We're we're a giant biological experiment where all these drug dealers and traffickers and just rich people that don't give a fuck imported all these wild animals. Realized that oh my god, you know, turns out I can't care for a 32 foot anaconda. And then oh, they dude, dump the snake them one the is the worst. Oh, they're like they're just destroying. They're wreaking havoc in everything. Yeah, they're oh yeah. <laughs> We've seen the, there's videos on YouTube of that if you guys haven't seen it I can't pull it up here but like there's tons of like videos of these anacondas like just engulfing full alligators and then they'll split open because their stomach's not big enough to hold yeah. the alligator it's like you'll see an anaconda that's like split open like this and you see the alligator tail sticking out of it you're like do we live in Jurassic Dude, Park it's, like, it's crazy and they'll tra- <laughs> they'll give you like sixteen hundred dollars uh like a skin to kill them to yeah. kill them and it's Dude. full season you can go out and kill them there's no like Oh, you gotta wait till this and this time. It's yeah, they're, like they're no, vermin. anytime you come, anytime you want, you can kill them. But they're so freaking hard to track. That's the oh, thing. Oh, hundred. Dude, you think can't. you think I'm gonna go in knee deep swampy water in the Everglades with my buckshot shotgun and just? Hope. You gotta hope you come across a trail on land because once they get in the water, it's done. You can't find that shit. Oh, hundred percent. We are humans are not adept to be suitable for these like marshy swamp land environments. Like we are not. <laughs> We're not meant for that. Like, no, no. When it comes to all, like alligators, anacondas, they they even have poisonous frogs now in the Everglades. I didn't know that. They have poisonous dart frogs one. that people release because apparently that's a cool pet that people want to have. There needs to be like, why can't they just limit what people get pet wise? There's that's some, a, some well, pets. Well, it's just a little ridiculous. Is, it is illegal. It's all drug trafficking. Dr- oh, so, oh, that's true. Because you know, Miami, you watch Tiger shit. King, right? I actually did not see it, no. Ooh. I know it's huge. I know it's big, but no, I haven't well, seen it myself. One of the characters is like a huge animal trafficker and I guess drug trafficker too, and he's in South Florida somewhere near Miami. And obviously he had tons of lions and tigers and stuff, but he also had like every exotic animal you could imagine. And he's like, yeah, people I work for and stuff just had to, when they get too big and people, you sell them to people and they don't want them anymore, you just bring them to the Everglades and you just dump them off there. <laughs> oh my God, that's ridiculous. I guess some like... Statewide receptacle for animals, yeah, non-indigenous animals. Dude, someone's gonna put a tiger in there one day and it's gonna survive. Oh, a hundred percent, dude. Some some tiger is gonna go and be the alpha of the Everglades. We gotta slide they down could, there, honestly. That's, the Everglades, dude. Go on one of those airboats. Airboat tours are pretty cool. I mean, it's weird how like down in South Florida you have like on the coast you have like there's like on our side on the east side. Sorry, I'm trying to think. On the east coast, it's literally like an eight mile maybe 10 mile stretch of land from the ocean to the Everglades and they just pack and people oh, in, man. Bro. It's so crowded. It's so dense. That's so dense and it's so crowded and then it's just boom, the Everglades and there's nothing they can do. They can't build. They can't do anything there. No, it's literally impossible. Oh, it's impossible. That's why I kind of like your side of Florida, like Southwest, like Tampa, Sarasota, Fort Myers, like Cape Coral, Naples, all that area because it's like, you got like the cool natural stuff, the nice Gulf beaches, but it's not like super dense like sardines. Not back. yet. I mean, our area is kind of dense, but then when you go down south, it's not. I know they're building more yeah. and more, but like Fort Myers, all the area is nice. It's really pristine and all that, but not a lot of young people down there, a lot of older people no. escaping everybody. But yeah, and then there's a lot of land there, and then it's the Everglades, whereas the other side, it's like everyone's just on this small strip of land and just like crowded in and like oh yeah we're in the miami we're living in miami it's phenomenal it's lit it's, it's lit. awesome it's lit and it's i'm from miami <laughs> it's literally just i mean it's honestly like miami i know i just said atlanta is like the new york of the south but if anything if any other place i've ever been to reminds me of new york as far as like culture goes it's definitely miami miami is so interesting and intriguing because it's like they built the city and 
it's like super big in hospitality, but then it's also gotten super big because of just like the drug trade that went through there. Oh, dude, there. there is zero industry there besides tourism. Like, yeah. what's crazy oh, is yeah. Miami is less than 100 years old. Miami was founded less than 100 years ago. It's and if you huge. go there, you see, you drive and you see all these tall buildings. You're like, wow, there must be a lot of infrastructure here. And then you're like, oh my God, all of these are They're hotels. They're all hotels. They're it's so weird. All hotels. That's, and that's the other thing I've always said about Miami that's different is like, it doesn't give you a big city feel. But when you go to Miami, I don't get a sense that I'm in a big city because you know everything. It's like, oh, a Marriott, another Marriott, a Holiday yeah. Inn. <laughs> A bigger, Marriott. Uh, a bigger Marriott. All right. Like it's just all these different, a Hilton, like it's all these different hotels and they're just all cluttered throughout the city and there's nothing, there's nothing else there. There's no, yeah. and it, but it looks big. And at first glance, you might be like, oh, it's a big city. Yeah. But then it, when you get in it, I, I've never felt in my life that it was a big city, quote unquote. Like, like, like it, it's, with... it's big and it's got a lot of big buildings, but it's not like a New York city where it's like these buildings, there's people living in these buildings, oh, there's yeah. businesses in these buildings. Yeah. Like, but it's not. That's not how it is in Miami. It's dense, but at the same time, like it's like I said, it's just so diverse. Like it's crazy. Like I love when we went to Old Tri State in Hialeah, and I loved it down there. But then it's crazy. Like you could drive twenty minutes and you're in Pembroke Pines, and it's like all nice houses and like mm-hmm. super upscale and everything. And then you go further down south, and you're in like Little Haiti and stuff like that. Like it's a real like, it's it, dude. It's by far the most diverse place in Florida, and that's why I think it's so crazy that. With the coronavirus, they went. They were like the one city in Florida that went super hard on it. Like early, they snuck yeah, that shit out. Yeah, they did. But even before the governor started, to stop but that, that's what's crazy to me is because they're so reliant on tourism and just just like the hospitality industry in general. Like I feel like they must have took a huge hit. From yeah, I wonder if from the I wonder what the stats on that are. I don't know, but they did. They they shut that down early, and they even like I think they even like deployed troops there i mean the mayor 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 was was super like no nonsense about it because i know because i was just looking i know the keys are the the keys just reopened and Mm -hmm. the keys are in like an even more like even even more like that because they are pretty much 100 they're like 99 percent dependent on hospitality and tourism the other one percent is like fishing or something like that but you know what i mean yeah that's true it's true the keys are so nice i've only been once Dude, I've never been before. This is gonna be my first time. It's, actually, I'm, it's what should beautiful. I do? What's I mean, the, what's the what's the play? The really the thing is, is like you're down in the, you're kind of almost in a sense in like the Caribbean because it's right yeah. on the tip. It's at the, uh, and it's just very. You gotta do a lot of ocean stuff, man. You gotta be willing to be out there on the boat, and st- that's like the main stuff to do. Like it's it's not. Yeah. I wouldn't even call it the beach because they're on. There are little islands and they have beaches, but I just don't think of them as like beach places. They're mainly like when I was there, we were out on the boat like on, every day. Whether you're fishing. Your two like we did tubing for like two days in a row oh, like that was fun as fuck. What uh, were you on Key West or? We did one of the other islands. Um, Key Largo or it was Key Largo or uh, what's the one that starts with an M? Oh, uh, Middle Key. Maybe? Yeah, we can, here we go. I don't know. We're we're camping in Long Key Beach State Park, which is just like one of the kind of like negligible ones in between Key Largo and Key. West. Oh, Marathon. Ma- yep, that Marathon. was it. Thank that's you. It yep, is. that's right. That's where my dad's trying to move. He loves it. He says he loves it there. Yeah, it was beautiful. We um. Yeah, we we stayed with some family friends and like enjoyed it, and it was it was awesome. There's some cool stuff in there. There's like the fort, not not a marathon, but in the keys, I think there's like an old fort and stuff like that. Oh, you can dude, go to and stuff like um, that. It's um, you know what I'm talking about. You've called, seen the video and stuff. It's called Dry Tortugas National Park, and it's I don't know if we're thinking about the same one, but this is like the most under look up Dry Tortugas National Park. So it's I think it's like 80 miles west of Key West. So you have to take a ferry, and they have a ferry that leaves twice a day to go there. And it used to be like an old prison. Yeah, 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 that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, dry tortugas. And they have, like, some of the most, like, preserved natural coral reefs and, like, subtropical. Yeah, and it's just this big big fort, like. Yeah, and you got to take a two-hour ferry ride off of Key West. People just chill. (laughs) People just swim in front of the prison. Dude, it's, yeah, and they took, um, funny story, they took the, um, uh, John Wilkes Booth and his co-conspirators that assassinated Abraham Lincoln. That's where they held them for questioning. That was the last thing that it was really used for before Dang, they basically. I didn't know that. Yeah, before they basically vacated it. That's a cool it thing. If you guys want to look that up while we're talking about this, this is a Dry Tortuga National Park in the Keys, and it's literally just this old prison. Looks like an old Spanish fort on yeah. an island. That's it. It's just the yeah, fort it, and then the island. It was like a naval outpost. There's nothing outpost else there. at one point, but I could see that. Defend, Dude, it's I've been Cuba. Get, I've been getting crazy into national parks lately. That's been like my. That's been like my new obsession. We have so many beautiful ones here that we oh, don't, bro. a lot of people don't take advantage of. Dude, it's, and it's, I never realized how popular they were. Like people really travel internationally to go to these national parks and there's just so much to do. And it's just so, 
it's so nice because they're all so isolated from society. And it's like you're going there and every single one, like none of them disappoint. You're like, because we've basically isolated the greatest parts of the natural United yeah. States and just been like, yeah. no one can fuck this up. Yeah, who, not allowed to who was it? The, Theodore Roosevelt. Theodore Roosevelt. He started the uh, national park system. I think it was like Yellowstone, Yosemite, and Theodore Roosevelt. Yeah, national he was a park. genius because that stuff is. Oh, dude, he's I mean, a, even the pictures of it is beautiful. I want to go see it all in person. But that's some mm-hmm. like treasured gems in in the U.S. That like I feel we as Americans don't go and see a lot. Like there's not a lot, and we don't take like them into uh, account for how beautiful and. and amazing they actually are because people don't go to them that much like you don't know that many people that yeah. go to them. i mean i know people that said like always always want to go to the grand canyon but like but who does but, but who does that's what, that's why when i go to vegas i'm like i'm want to hit zion national park i want to hit grand canyon it's like when you're in proximity to these things you gotta it's like, go you gotta go. yeah the problem is one day isn't enough like we spent three days at one national park and i felt like i barely scratched the surface of like the things that i'd have to do. agree with that it's because they're just they're massive like you don't think oh. they're as big as they are but they really are massive especially Dude. because it's just there's no infrastructure it's just straight up terrain and yeah. you're hiking and walking through this stuff and it's just like it, it's just it's way bigger than you think like i can't imagine being the first explorers we were talking about the other day about being lewis like lewis and clark, and, clark yeah. and like walking through like dude this the continent must have felt huge dude. humongous bigger than anything they've ever seen in their life they were like holy shit this land is crazy do we think it's crazy to drive across the country right now to do a cross-country road trip imagine doing a cross-country by foot trip and you don't know where you're going you have no yeah, idea, you have no where, idea where you're going you're it's just like hoping you, end you start up. on the atlantic ocean and then you eventually just hit another ocean you're like did i just walk around the world <laughs> they probably thought like they they're, they're meeting all these native americans and what's crazy is to me my favorite part of the united states like topographically is out west like mm-hmm. all the yeah. all the cool deserts and like the southwest and stuff so like they're used to like like american eastern society thought the appalachian mountains were like the big crazy mountains you know what i mean right. like these are the huge towering foothills yeah. in the in tennessee and north carolina and then you chance. go west and you hit the rockies and you're like oh my god <laughs> like what did we just find <laughs> they're double the size of anything in the oh, appalachian dude, and, the, and then you get to california and you find oregon and washington and like we have these beautiful like forests and oh alpine forests, alpine forests and, and stuff like that. Just gorgeous. Oh, uh, what I would give to be Lewis or Clark. <laughs> I don't know about that, but oh, dude, they're legends. They're legends. I guess and, like, that's true. The backpacking hiking community, Lewis and Clark, are like the mecca. Like, because there's like very few. What's crazy is we could still do that. Like, there's parts of the world that are completely unexplored true you could be that guy i mean yeah like, you could backpack through a lot of places as well like myanmar and uh parts of papua new guinea are completely like still untouched. aren't there tribes in papua new guinea oh dude there's cannibalistic tribes in papua new guinea that uh not only eat their babies but they like they do these crazy circumcision rituals and they're like dude there's some crazy there's like uh joe rogan talks about one of them oh yeah joe rogan's big into the uh, i forget <laughs> what the tribe's called but it's crazy how like close in proximity it is to New Zealand and Australia, and that these are like first class world societies that with like global economic powerhouses, and just 180 miles away, there's people basically living in the Stone Age, eating each other with no electricity. Yeah, it's <laughs> it it is it is, especially because of like how civilized Australia is and stuff like that. Um, oh, for sure. And then they've got those people there, like <laughs> all those like uh, all those Pacific islands out there. Some of them are like French Polynesia mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Those are Fiji. Those are all like bucket list travel. Fiji. Oh yeah, I'd go to Fiji. Yeah, Fiji. I'd go to Fiji. Yeah, Fiji second. water. Fiji water. That, that's like a, that's like a, an influencer's like wet dream. I, I don't like Fiji. I hate that brand. Oh. You're, you're messing up. Have you seen where they do the alkaline tests where they're basically doing alkaline and pH testing for all the – Boozy Badass did it. He took all the major water brands. Like he took Smart Water, Fiji Water, and Fiji, Fiji Water, water had, the the best. Best, had the best pH. It's Wealth mm. Water. All right. I'll give you a chance. That, I'll give it a chance. That Wealth Water. I'll take back my statement. I've learned something new. It's too expensive. It's crazy how people it. can learn something new and then – Change their opinion. I know, isn't that crazy? God, it's 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 almost like it's almost like the, it's almost like that's the right thing. It's to almost do. like we as a society have forgotten that's possible. I know. Not it's, to get into it, but there you go. That's our tidbit <laughs> for the day. You guys have learned something. You can change your opinion once you learn something. You should change your opinion. It's like if you're you're not married to your beliefs. You know what I mean? Like your belief, your beliefs are fluid, yeah. and and that's why, especially in politics, people always get mad. They're like, "Oh, you're flip flopping positions. You're flip flopping positions." It's like 
That's the scientific way of thinking about things is that when you discover new information that contradicts your belief, well, you adjust your beliefs to that's, what... But, okay, I'm going to interject there because I think Please that's do. a tad bit different when like people are flip-flopping to get votes versus oh, flip-flopping because yeah, no. they understand something different. Yeah. There's an entirely different thing. Yeah. No, and I, I a agree. lot of the times, I think the media, even though someone might be sincere about, oh, I've learned something and I want to switch it over, they still twist it to where it looks like, oh, I was that right. candidate is flip-flopping. Oh yeah, and for votes, not for like legitimate reasons. Yeah, because it's I guess it's it, partially it scares people because they want to vote for the 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 idea is they want to vote for a static candidate that their policies that they present to them in the running period they want to know that they'll fulfill those because that's always the biggest thing that people complain about presidents like oh they didn't do what they said they were going to do they didn't do what they said it's they were going to do. It's very true. But very it's kind of hard. You gotta that's the problem on the campaign trail. You say something, it's almost like you're becoming married to that statement. Like you're. You're yeah, indebted to whatever the promises you gave to everybody. I don't think if I, I think if I was president, people wouldn't like me. <laughs> oh, dude, if I think I, I would not, be it's the hardest think, job in the world. I think just because like I would never if like what I said to get in, and then if I like that's just how I am. If that if I did learn something, I would yeah. just be like, well, guess what? Like we're not doing that anymore, dude. You have to. Like, that's sorry, the, that, <laughs> but that's not how it works. No, now. that's not how it works because the as. That's not what people want, you know. What I mean, people want people want to affirm their confirmation bias in any way possible. That's why people exist in these echo chambers where they'll just surround themselves with people that are all like minded. And it's like sometimes you got it. Some of my some of my favorite people in life are people that I completely disagree with, like on moral, political, social issues. But it's just good to have that, like, just see another side of things. I, you know I, I absolutely mean? agree. I love when I am able to sit down with somebody and. Even if I don't, dis- or if you don't agree with them, and we can chat about it and like each see each other's perspective and, and come out of it with like a little bit more of an understanding of each side. And sometimes it's like, oh, you know what? I never looked at it that way. I might, I'm kind of with you now. Yeah, exactly. And you've seen, learned something new, and you're now you've expanded your knowledge, and now you've gotten something new out of it. Either way, either way, somebody you both take something away when you're. Um, oh yeah, you got a call to take the call. You're good. You go monologue mode real quick. No, you can just you can just pause it real quick. Well, we're not going to pause it. We'll just lay it out later. But um, is anybody tuning into the live stream right now? Anybody? You can just pause it? No, we'll just edit it out later. <laughs> I don't worry about it. Sorry about that. Short and sweet to the point. Oh, my YouTube isn't working. It's okay. We have one viewer. Nice. What's up? That or it's me. <laughs> it's, it's definitely you on Twitch. I fell for that pitfall for a while, too. I'd be like, I remember when I was streaming games, I'd be like, yo, someone's watching. And I'm like, oh, that's me. <laughs> I fell for that pitfall for a while, too. I'd be like, I remember when I was streaming games, I'd be like, yo, someone's watching. Well, we know the audio's working. <laughs> the audio sounds crisp. Crispy. Um, That's annoying. Why would... Eh, eh, that's annoying. <laughs> okay. Um, what were we saying though? I don't remember. You don't even remember. Back. Uh, I, th- I think we were just going on some little political spiel that's probably not all that interesting. But no, what, let's move on. Yeah. What else? What else? There's we so do? much more interesting there's, there's, stuff. There's already too much of that everywhere today. Other news. Sports is back, oh, baby. Bro, Sports you? is back. From what they've announced. Yes. Yes. The NBA is back in. I think. Do the Crystal less Yes. I think, what is it, 28 days or 38 days or something like that, NBA is going to start their new format, and I am overjoyed. I am. This is the best news I could have ever gotten today because I have been I've been much more productive now that there's no sports, but I have just been, I've just been trying to fill the void with, I've been watching NASCAR and stuff like that. Like I'm NASCAR just, was the first back. They were oh, living dude, up that shit. They were loving they're it. Because they're in cars. Like I mean, yeah, they could do it. The I, UFC was back pretty quick. Oh, dude. Because Dana, Dana White's a savage. He literally went and built a fight island, and now they're going to go on this this subtropical island and have fights in it like it's like it's some movie or something. like That doesn't even seem like a real thing. Who does that? <laughs> no, but the UFC, what's crazy is that's the one sport that came back first, and that probably has the highest chance of giving someone the coronavirus. You're literally bleeding all over them. Yeah, I mean, they do they test everybody. Uh, someone tested I, positive. They did. Cancel that fight. Yeah, and they and they dropped them from the card. And they had to test all the trainers and everything with them and all that. It's yeah, it's crazy stuff. I mean, 
regardless, uh, sports is back, or at least some of them. Yeah, and I know the NBA. The, M- the MLB also just announced that they're going to have some sort of plan where they're going to shorten the season. They discussed playing the games either actually down here at the, some of the spring training facilities. Yeah, because they this were full. open and completely open. Yeah, and I think Arizona out in the middle of nowhere where they do the um, the American League spring training out there. They're considering, or I don't even know who plays out there, but somewhere in the bumfuck nowhere in Arizona. It's like the Pineapple League and the SunTrust League. Yeah, yeah. It's um. Because I, I know the Mets play in Port St. Lucie, so that's where I always go down. But I know y'all have the Yankees and the Blue Jays and I think someone else down here. But and then football is apparently planning on proceeding as as usual. They said they're refusing to have games without fans. Of course, of course, the NFL. <laughs> Roger Goodell just wants that. Bang. He wants that bang. That bang. Ah, it's the Cactus League out in um, out in, uh, in the Arizona in the Grapefruit League, in like good old it. Florida. I'm about it. it. Sounds good. I mean, that's just we just gotta get bring sports back in some capacity. Like even who cares if there's no crowd? I mean, I I think watching the UFC fights with no crowds was like a super interesting spin on it because you could hear everything their corner men were saying. You could hear. The pops from the punches. Mm-hmm. You could hear the the mat rattling when you slam people. Like it was, but I feel like some sports don't lend themselves well to that. Like the NBA is going to be so obnoxious without fans. Just yeah, squeak, I don't like. Squeak, I wouldn't like that at squeak, all. Squeak squeak. I wouldn't like that at all. I wouldn't watch. I don't watch the NBA in general. I for sure wouldn't watch it without fans. Squeak squeak. It's the only way you can get into it. Everyone's like jumping up and going crazy after oh, a three and, or something like that. And, like that's NBA, what gets NBA into fans it. are hype. They are. I will give you that. Every time I've gone to a basketball game, I have a fun time. But I'm not. Super into basketball as I am with other sports. Hockey's back. I'm ecstatic Ooh. about hockey. Is it when? Being yeah, back. when is that? What's the plan? With I that? don't know what the exact day is, but what they're doing is like a 20 team playoff. They're just going straight kinda, to playoffs. Yeah, kind of like NBA's doing. Yeah, they're right? just saying done with the regular season, straight to playoffs, and it's four teams get the first week by, mm-hmm. um, and then the other eight kind of duke it out, and then it, to get it down to eight. I mean the. NHL already has a ton. Of, I mean, they're they're kind of Let's formatted see. exactly the same way the NBA is, right? Where they run like concurrently. They have basically the same season, same schedule, same amount of games, same playoff format. Like they're pretty much identical. But New playoff format came up right away. Here we go. The NHL moved twenty four teams conference based postseason format to approve. They approved it. Twenty fourteen playoff. Oh my god! So I, I was wrong with that. What are there? Thirty teams or thirty two? Yeah, I think 30? there's only 32. Imagine being the eight teams that don't get into the playoff. And no, you're like, we literally, no, even no. with an expanded playoff, we can't make it in. Like, that's when you just got to... Like, what are the worst NHL teams? Um, trying to remember that... Oh, these are all videos. Dude, the the Panthers videos. suck, right? The Miami they've, Panthers. They've been in and out. Um, I'm trying to think. They call themselves the Florida Panthers. Oh, Excuse um, me. I'm trying to remember who was bad this year. I kind of forgot. I, I, all I know is we were good. That's all that really matters. Y'all are always good, though. We've been surprisingly good for a, a team down in a warm state. That Okay, see, that that is a good transition, too, because how excited are you for the Tom Brady Buccaneers? So I don't know if I'm super, super excited about it. I'm kind of in the middle on it. Um, I think... Uh, was I happy about Brady? Yes, um, who wouldn't be to an extent? But he's old at the same time. Like my and my also thought is like there's a little bit of risk to that because like one injury, the man's out. Yeah, but you gotta you gotta understand that we don't this have man the best has O-line. not been. No, bro, y'all, y'all just we got draft, a good. We got some good people. Yeah, y'all yeah, just we did, drafted we did, we did, three solid O linemen, and I mean now that you're so lucky that you already had such a good receiving core and that you have Gronk we do coming have a back good, now. Yeah, but, that's dude, an, y'all are the fact stacked. that Gronk came back is what was like the, the icing on the cake for that. Oh. People were like losing their minds here when when it was like Gronk is coming back and he's playing for the Bucks. It was Gronk's like gonna be what? down on Clearwater Beach, like doing keg stands and <laughs> Gronk. Smashing. If you ever hear this, come on, come on the show and let's oh, let's go get a drink together. Please, Gronk. I will. We will show you a great time in Tampa. Oh, bro, that's crazy that like you we could be downtown and just run into Gronk. I have a funny story about Gronkowski. Please do. I have a funny one too, actually. <laughs> Not that um, it wasn't. I wasn't there. It wasn't. My, but I heard about the story from one of the. Um, my girls I know. So I guess Gronk visited our college uh, yeah, at some point. That was my story. So, just, <laughs> so Gronk visited our story apparently in the last like what two years, right? It was this. Pa- it was just like past less year. than six months ago. Okay, it was spring. Yeah, spring. Ball. Spring basketball. I wasn't season. there. Yeah. Okay. And apparently he visited the school and he had some like uh 
fundraiser like wine mm-hmm. drink thing at one of the bars that everybody goes to and um one of our girlfriends went and like her friends went and they lost this one girl and they found her at the end of the night and she was like adamant she's like i i met gronkowski like i met and she then and was like no you didn't and, then, no, you didn't. No, and then, she, then on top of it she goes i kissed gronkowski and we're like yeah okay you know who he's married to there's no fucking way you kissed Gronkowski. I, I, I think we just snitched on Rob Gronkowski. No, no, no. She shows us the, shows the picture, and it's his brother. <laughs> <laughs> you kissed the wrong Gronkowski. That's exactly. He's got the wrong. no money. You kissed the brother, not the real Rob Gronkowski. But it's so funny that the girl was adamant that she kissed Rob Gronkowski, and it's obvious that she, what, he's dating a supermodel. Is he really? Gonna, he's gonna he's gonna I mean, go what, on a college. What does Rob girl? Gronkowski's brother look like? I think I've seen him. He looks just like he look. He's just a jacked like alpha, pretty much. Like I, if I remember him, he's also a football player. I don't know at what level, but uh, yeah, the way I saw him was I was at a uh, a basketball game, an FSU basketball game, and I don't even remember if it was like that hyped of a basketball game. I think it was just like a conference opponent. And I remember they're like, all right, everyone stay for the halftime show. We have a special guest. And a lot of time, like, former Seminole players will come out. Like, uh, Jalen Ramsey was out there. And I forget who was it that came. It was um, another Florida State ba- uh, football player came. And he's out on the court. And they're doing, like, a basketball. Oh, my God. It had to have brother. been that guy. It had to have been, the, um, <laughs> it had to have been That's the... like Gronkowski light. Like, great value Rob Gronkowski. <laughs> that's so funny. That's so funny. But he came out um, – they're like, and introducing Patriots tight end, three-time Super Bowl champion, Rob Gronkowski. And I, like, look at my girlfriend. I'm like, what? And Rob Gronkowski comes towering out onto the basketball court, <laughs> and he had to do a layup challenge against, like, an 11-year-old and lost. Like, I don't know if he lost on purpose. I'm, but I'm, ho- I'm assuming he lost on purpose. Considering he's, like, a foot from the basket. Yeah, I mean, he's yeah. a pretty large man, but he's not very nimble. You know what I mean? He's not exactly very dexterous. I guess he is. He's a good route runner. But – I'm like, why is Rob Gronkowski in Tallahassee? This is not like somewhere yeah, you just. It's very odd. It's not like, oh, I'm passing through Tallahassee. Might as well stop by at the basketball. It's definitely game. a place you have to kind of go out of your way to go to. Oh, dude, it might as well be in the middle of nowhere. Since the airport is literally a hundred feet wide. Oh, dude, <laughs> yeah, you want a you want a six hundred dollar flight to Tallahassee? Dude, then. it's ridiculous. I took a flight from from there to Miami once, uh, and it was like seven hundred bucks. Did you pay for it? No, no, it was a work trip. It was a work thing, but um. Yeah, they, they blew us. Bro, from Tallahassee to Greenville, connecting in Atlanta was like 600 bucks. Yes, or something like bro. That. It's ridiculous. I was like, the are, you, are you money. sure you don't want me to drive to Atlanta drive and then fly to Atlanta out? And yeah. Fly, I don't mind. But, um, yeah, it, it's out of there. It's out there. It, it's, such, it's weird how it's the capital and then there's just nothing. I feel like that's a lot of states' capitals, though. It's like it had some historical. Dude, you actually want to know why Tallahassee's the capital of Florida that I found out the other day and kind of blew my mind? Give us the history. So, the first two cities in Florida were Pensacola Beach and St. Augustine Beach. And they wanted a capital that was perfectly equidistant in between the two. Oh, and that's how they arrived on Tallahassee. They were just like, that looks like a good plot of land. Let's throw, let's throw Dude, a capital building. What's crazy on. is the city was built around the school, pretty much. Like, that's why. Have you ever wondered why the school is basically in the epicenter of the city? It's because the school was there before the city was there. Yeah, that make that, that makes sense to me. Yeah, I mean, it's. I always just think it's like I don't know. I think I should move it. People are like, we don't care. Yeah. <laughs> move it's on like 20, to the next 20, topic. 20, Twenty minutes of FSU talk. So what what should we do next? I, we covered sports are back. That's yeah, we got we got we can talk whatever about whatever we want, man. Ooh, all right. How about you want you want to talk about the stock market today, real quick? I love talking about stock market. I think we could all use some financial literacy in our life. Yeah, I was telling Jacob and I that was one of the the biggest things I wanted to talk about on this podcast is just that his I feel like his target market and my target market have as far as like the the branding stuff that I do have not a lot in common, but the <laughs> one thing that everyone has in common is that we need to be financially literate. And you're you're someone that's like on that journey to becoming like financially independent and Yes, you know I, I, mean? I very much am like very. I, I have a plan. I have a plan, and I know yeah. what I want to execute. I know how I want to get there, and I'm very cautious with my money. I don't blow a ton for no reason. Um, yeah. Very. Stingy. Yeah, yeah. People would call me stingy. I, I think I'm sting, sure. I think stingy kind of has a negative connotation. Definitely. You know what I mean. People don't like to be. I don't like to be frugal. called that. Frugal. How about frugal? But it's, Is frugal worse than stingy? 
on the tier Ugh. ranking of cheapness. No, because I think frugal, you're like you pick and choose. For, yeah, frugal Frugal's it's like, like very, you know, you're you know the choosing. like value of what you're spending your money. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Like I'm very aware of like. I gotta go out and eat a lot. I like to go out and eat, and I'll get yeah, some drinks. Do. But like, you like to drink sweet tea. That's about my guilty pleasure. Bro, what, what do you think your annual sweet tea budget is? Because if you're if you're buying like almost two large sweet teas a day, I know you don't do that every day, but you're dropping. I've cut it back. <laughs> Extremely. That's cutting it back. I've cut it back a lot. I used to do a lot of sweet tea. I used I've, to do a lot. Like it sounds like you're. I used to drink a lot of sweet tea, man. <laughs> I used to love it. I I still do love it. I have to control it, but now that. Now that, um, when I, so what I've found is like when I'm working out, when I go to the gym and I'm working out consistently, mm -hmm. I'm making myself drink a lot more water because that's what's needed. Yeah. So my water intake is going up. I don't necessarily crave sugar as much. So I don't have as much. Yeah. 100%. So for me going to the gym is freaking awesome because not only am I getting in shape, I'm like, not, I'm getting sugar you out of my wanna, body too. You want to eat healthy. I want to eat healthier. I want to drink only water and I try to only limit myself to like one or two teas a day. Yeah. Cause I, <laughs> but like. That's better than what I was doing, I know, which is I know. like it's just so it just. I mean, everyone has their vice, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Every, everyone has their vice, and there's definitely varying degrees of like badness. That what do you? <laughs> I just noticed on the camera that my hands look really. You're like a T. You're look, like a T. Rex look really, just hanging. Look, in look, look at my arm. Okay. Yeah. But the lighting looks really, really pale. Oh yeah, that that happens. It's a, like it's, really it's a nice pale. studio. It's a nice. I wish we could pan around the camera and show everyone the studio lighting, but it's um what y'all have set up in here is honestly crazy. Like y'all have the biggest thing, obviously besides consistency, the biggest thing that separates. I mean, I think I showed, sent you that graph or whatever. It was like the average podcast last fourteen episodes or something like that. It was seven. Seven episodes, and once you break through like that barrier of entry, and consistency just becomes like a normal part of your schedule. Yeah. yeah. That's like you're already in the top. 10 5 percent of all podcasts it's really weird I mean? that that's it, and yeah it's a weird stat but that's the, the facts yeah i feel like that's how kind of anything is in life is just people are willing to try stuff but it's i mean consistency is like the one of the biggest skills and it's like it's, it's more like discipline than anything you know what i mean yeah like you have to have the, the the mindset and like the discipline of like if your buddies are going out you have to have the discipline of like oh no today's the day i'm supposed to like email five people to try yeah. to get somebody on the show or whatever, you know, whatever it yeah. may be, it might be, this is my day. This is my day. I'm supposed to fill orders. If you're a small business, yeah. like you have to have that discipline to get that shit to grow. Otherwise it's just never, it's never going to happen. Yeah. And I mean, especially when you're, um, when you're in your twenties, I mean, it's kind of hard finding that work life balance, but I mean, the way I see it is you'll be able to enjoy the fruits of your labor later in life. And like, you'll never have more energy and more passion than you do in your twenties. Like your twenties should be for creating, you know what I mean? And and yeah. building the family. Obviously, yeah. you should enjoy your life. You should I mean, have fun, too. However that is, you want to yeah. have fun. That's the other thing is, like, I think a lot of people, there's tons of people that want to work a regular 9 to 5 and go out on the weekends and have fun on the weekends. Yeah. That's fine. I want to work my ass off and then travel here and there and then yeah, exactly. hopefully not have to work as much by the time I'm 40, you know? It's kind of funny how your goal now is to travel as much as possible so that when you make it financially, you can just travel all the time. Like, it's... Yeah, that's yeah. The, that's the goal, right? Is just to be able to do whatever you want, whenever you want, and have no one be your boss. I think that's anyone's goal in general. But the issue is, is a lot of people fall into that trap of like, the rat well, race. I have to go nine to five. Like that's the yeah. they, they don't know another way. They don't see another bad, way. Not that just, yeah, that's not that's yeah, not. It's some people like that consistency and like that fact of like, oh, I have a steady paycheck coming in every time, mm -hmm. which is totally fine. I get that. I mean, I, technically right now I'm kind of like that too because it's like I'm yeah, broke. I'm either going to be broke or not. Um, yeah. So it might as well not be broke. And, it's a stepping and, stone towards like financial independence. And that's the other way if you can look at it too. That's how I see it is I see it as, as yes, I'm going to put my time yeah. in and, and save up money and invest it well or use it for mm -hmm. this and that and, and – um, by the time that's over with, we have the chance to, you know, grow this thing. And you, once this has gotten big enough, when, as long as you're consistently doing your other stuff on the side, mm -hmm. it'll come in time. Yeah. And that's the biggest thing I think a lot. And that's the other thing that people don't understand when it, not only is it discipline, it's also the patience to just ride it out. Like a yeah. lot of people want like instant gratification. Oh, I want to have 25,000 followers in yeah. a year. Not going to happen. It, more than likely it's not. Let's, it's, uh, let's it's be real, but there's, growth. there's it compounds on itself. Yeah. And let's not be like, let's not 
to hate on some people because there is some people that have grown. Yeah, like some people blow up. Some people one, just blow one up One post yeah. and they've blown up and it's over and they're done. But the majority of people are yeah. never going to get that. You don't don't go in expecting that. You should never. You're, you're just gonna that. you're just gonna sell yourself short. It's selling it short. Like I told you, I said my my goal for I just started that new Twitter account. My goal for in nine months is to have a thousand followers, which doesn't sound like a lot, but it's once you get to that point where it's just like I was talking about you, like in the stock market, it's like ten percent of two hundred dollars isn't a lot of money, but that same ten yeah. percent of two hundred thousand yeah. dollars is a lot of money. I mean, that's how I look at like my social medias and stuff. It's like when I look at the growth thing and I look at like oh I gained this, because you, you can go and look at your insights. Yeah, you can see what it is. So I look at it and it's like all right, I got you know this many followers this week, but like let's just use an example: hundred followers. Let's say you you get a hundred followers a week you're averaging which no one is if they start from zero yeah because obviously you start lot. at zero and you have to get up There's to that no somehow but a hundred followers a week is freaking phenomenal as long and if you keep doing that the way you have to look at it is 5200 followers 200 followers in a, a year. year yeah <laughs> that's crazy that's and then and then think about what like if you're growing at 400 people a month four percent rate then you just compound that on the 5200 yeah, followers and just keeps going and just keeps going and just, and it's just yeah. you, you just got to put out content that people like even and if and, and let's take the compounding out of it let's just say if it was 100 yeah, even if it was only it stayed 100 static static year, you're yeah. gonna get to 10k by in two years yeah but you have to have the patience to let that happen yeah and you gotta stay consistent with the content and you just gotta it's re it's really as simple as that's kind of what everything comes down to in life is just providing value to people. You know what I mean? If you have something to say that's valuable, people will listen. And it's like you have something that people can apply to their life. And it's obviously it's great to have a, a, a perfect niche in something and to have this super narrow target market where you have a monopoly and you're, you're the only one creating content. But even in something that you or me are doing, there's plenty of stuff out there already and you can't get – bogged down by the fact that there's just so much info out there that like your stuff's going to get drowned out like you still gotta you know what i mean you still gotta make yeah. content absolutely even. yeah i think the biggest thing too is like taking advantage of the situations you can like for me with the coronavirus yes it sucked i did not want to be inside and obviously you know there's tons of stuff to go along with that but i knew everybody was inside so i took kind of as best advantage as i could of that of grind like, yeah the, reaching out to as many people as possible to like, Hey, you know, you know, you're free now. Let's see if you can come on or just in, in general, like posting more content than usual. Cause yeah. it's like, people are at home. They have nothing to do. I got to yeah. put something, I got to put stuff out there. Cause they never know. Again, you never know. You can't go into thinking like, Oh, I'm going to blow up from this video. But like, mm -hmm. dude, you never know what video might take might you to that one, level. The one that just pops. Exactly. That's the thing is a lot of people are going to spend this quarantine sitting at home, eating snacks and watching Netflix. And not that that's necessarily the worst thing to do. Absolutely. But you really got to, you got to think about is you only have so much time in life, yeah. and especially the time that's separate from your job. And it's like what you do during the weekends. I mean, what you do during your week is important, but it's really what you're doing on your weekends. Like if you're working on your side hustle on the weekends, that that's the time that separates you from everybody else. It's like you want to be better. You want to make more. You got to put in more. You got to create more value. You got to put in more effort. And all of that comes down to like time invested and mm -hmm. just consistency. And that's what. I mean, that's what's dope with what you're doing with the podcast is that you've stuck with it. And it's like, I mean, it was not, a rocky start. Yeah, <laughs> it was a rocky. I, mean, it, it, I mean, I, everything is, you know what I mean? I remember I did the first, to do the first one took me like two months to get that finally, like feel like, all right, I'm ready to do yeah. it. And finally, I remember I was doing it. I just funny. I finally like was just like, ah, fuck it. I'm doing it one. And I just did one. Yeah. And I put it out there and I like remember texting my buddy who had originally gave, told me like, Jacob, why don't you have one? And I was like, I don't think I would. And then finally, when I did it, I was like, yo, dude, yeah. I just did my first one. He was like, see, there you go. But then, like, it's funny. Like, it took me another two months to do, like, the next one. <laughs> yeah. Like, it wasn't comfortable. I was like, eh, I don't know what I wanted yeah, to do it. I know and when mean. I finally did it, the second one, I, like, was like, all right, I got this. And then I just started hammering them out every week as best I could. It's hard to put yourself out there. It really is. You know what I mean? Like, it seems like everyone in their mind, like, you watch stuff on social media. You make, you watch people make content. Everyone thinks, I can do that better myself. Well, it's like, then go do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you got to actually put the act. Like, thoughts and ideas are great. I have a shit ton of ideas. But if you don't have any action to catalyze those ideas, they're worthless. I agree. You know what I mean? 100% So agree. that's, like, the difference. Think about how many people were sitting around fucking around with their friends like oh yo we could have a podcast we could have a skit show like we're pretty yeah. funny but mm -hmm. then how many of those people actually went out and bought the audio equipment bought the cameras went and sat down and coordinated with their friends i mean that's the other thing is like you don't necessarily need the audio equipment and all that it, it definitely gotta, makes it better but you would like to start it you could literally just start with your phone and then yeah. you could move forward it's with something that. It's yeah something. it's something it's mm -hmm. better like i love that saying where it's like the best day to start the best day to start was yesterday the second best day to start is today you know what I mean? Oh, like I like can, that. I kind of want to write that down. <laughs> it's because <laughs> I mean, I I always think that to myself because I'll get in like these kind of like self defeating prophecies where I'm like, oh, 
I didn't go to the gym yesterday, so like my whole week that I had planned out for like my workout schedule was thrown off. So mm-hmm. I might as well just say fuck it to the rest of the week. But then you go, no, I'm not going to let myself get into that cycle of fucking negativity and like non-productivity. You just go and do it. You start the new cycle today, and it's like it never even happened. You feel good. You just like, and it's it's hard because like I'm. I consider myself pretty intrinsically motivated, but even there's times where there's days that go by where I'm just like, I don't feel like doing shit. Like, I don't feel like going to the gym. I don't feel like posting content to Twitter. I don't feel like doing my school I mean, work. to be very honest honest with you, like, I think everybody has those. I, yeah. I don't post every day. I, 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 I yeah. try to, but there's that in the last couple of weeks, there's been days where it's like, I need a break for just just the day healthy. to not to not post. It's healthy to have and days as long off as too. it is, it is absolutely just like we were saying. Like, it's important to keep working during the quarantine. And in, in the same sense, if if you're busting your ass, if you've been busting your ass for the last year, and then now you have this break where you can work at home, mm-hmm. fuck yeah, take the break for the month. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. Yeah. I would get it. Take I mean, there's get. especially if you can do your work at home and relax and all that, and you mm. don't usually get that opportunity to relax. Yeah. Heck yeah, take it. I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna sit here and say you have to work. Everyone should keep working. Yeah, blah blah blah. Grind, grind, but it's important grind. that you you have to you have to come to that realization of yourself of what works for you. Yeah. How much uh, does this mean to me? Like how not how much does it mean to me? What, what do, do I value? Me? How do I want to do my breaks? Like mm-hmm. and all that really matters is you. If you think you can work for a full year and never take a break, then work for a full year and never take a break. Yeah. If you think you want to work hard for a month take a week off, work hard for a month, take a week off, mm-hmm. then do that. Like there's no, there's no set system, yeah. but there is a set system of hard work behind it. Oh, for sure. Whatever, the, whatever you decide, yeah. it has a foundation of hard, hard work yeah. and many hours put in. But then on the out, the, uh, the upside is that you can take what time off you want when you put in that much hard work. Yeah. I mean, the most successful people I know work four hour work days, five days a week. And it's just because they've, They've just got it down to such a fine science that it's like work smarter, not harder. They've put in the groundwork and they've laid the foundation for their business, their hustle, their brand, whatever it is. And now it's just like you know what to do. You've got whatever that – and that's – I mean I guess that's the biggest thing that I want people to take away from this is that your job is great and it's great that you're working that job. But everyone needs some sort of passive income, some sort of side income to supplement because you're truly financially independent the day your passive income exceeds your expenses. When you can cover all of your living expenses with passive, like different yeah. revenue streams of income, you're truly financially free because you're every hour you have now is just extra. You yeah. know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you, you can create, you can do whatever you want, you can work on yourself, and that's just the we get into we get stuck into the cycle where we think that the best way to make money is to trade my time for money, and in reality, that's the worst way to make money because money in itself is almost infinite, and your time is very finite. So it's more so that you once you realize that when you create value for people and you can set your own wages and you can make money based on the amount of effort you put in, you look at time-based jobs and you're like, you're limiting me saying that I can only make 15, 20, 25, 30, even 40 dollars an hour when I could go out and make yeah. money while I sleep. I wake up in the like you might wake up in the morning and you made money while you slept. And yeah. then once you, it's like it's like that's the red. Pill. <laughs> it's like today we walk up in the stock market. Bro, we were like, that's the oh, thing. What's the heck is going on? It's the red. That's pill. only part of it too. It's the red pill because I mean, obviously, there's losing days too. It's not like oh, I just put you, you just put money in and it grows and grows and grows. I mean, correct. It's yeah. a, it's it, it goes up and down, but it's just the fact that you mo- multiple streams of income really is the the way to get it, to avoid the rat race and to stop being. You don't want to be working for someone else when some dude that can come up to you and say, you're fired, like your, your life is screwed now when you're 55, 60 years old. Like all of us, especially people in this community, all I've seen so many like talented, creative people that have so much value they could provide for the world. They just need to learn how to monetize it you right. know, and turn it into something that they can mobilize. And it's, it's kind of hard to say exactly how that's going to be for everyone because it's different for everyone. But like what you're doing with this podcast is just the perfect example of saying you could be fine with your job. You know what I'm saying? You got a good job. You could say, I'm going to sit here, collect my paycheck, cover my expenses, all that stuff. But you're, you, you know, you want to go above and beyond because you don't want, you don't want average. You know what I mean? You want to be. No, I don't want, I can't even see you. I'm trying to set trying up to the Instagram the live. live. <laughs> we, we got like six different, six different streaming. <laughs> you're not even in it. Just do it on the um Oh, he's got the thing up there. I don't yeah. know where to run it. You're the, you're the tech guy. That's that's probably enough about finance for now. I think we've gone on our little spiel. 
you've gone on our little uh I'm not even gonna go on screen fuck that um right you know well you have, sort of you have, you have any you know, last thoughts no 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 i think we really hammered hard on the fact about like working hard and doing stuff that you can do to grow yourself what i want to do not today i think we've Honestly, I think we just ended it on the fantastic note. I think we yeah. call it right there and there. But um, I want to have you back on and do maybe an episode where we do talk finances. Yeah, like um, in depth. Like we in get, depth get and we talk weeds. about maybe maybe we do a small series. Like maybe we'll do a small yeah. mini series of finances and stuff. Um, That'd be cool. Get you your own podcast. Guy. The under, under the Babs under the, conglomerate. Under the, under the conglomerate. <laughs> That's the joke of the, the weekend. But, yeah, the, but on for a real note, I would love to do that more and go more in depth because we give a very broad synopsis of like, this is what you could do. Yeah, that's, But for a lot of people, they hear that and they go, yeah, I like that. Yeah, I, yeah, I want to do that. And then they, they don't know where to start or where to begin. Yeah. Um, and, and that's a lot of people. And I'm not knocking that down. Um, I didn't know. I had to have someone tell me. Um, that's how I learned too. It's exactly. Like I, Someone, I wasn't born knowing this, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So we should, we'll have to, uh, plan that out and maybe do a financial mini series or I'd something. I'd lo- love to come back in the stew anytime you'd uh, like to have me. Oh, all, all the time. You're always welcome. Anyways, with that note, uh, we're going to log off here. Peace. Peace.